All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're back again for another illustrious Oliver Happy Hour. Today is Saturday, March 11th, 2023, and uh, we're getting started off with this set with Politrix. This is our Politrix episode where we're getting into all things Politrix. And uh, of course, this is Oliver Happy Hour right here live from the east side, the side of South Central LA. I'm here joined with my illustrious sisters, Daisy O. Daisy O, always ready for the show. And Debbie Dev. <laughs> Debbie Dev, here in the building. All right, y'all. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, just got to start off. You guys know who this is playing in the background? No. A Tribe Called Quest. Close, but not it. Oh. Uh, uh, um, uh, my, my, um, my no. Me. No, not my. Uh, no, a little, little bit earlier. Wu Tang Clan. No. This is not Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> it's who's Black Black um Black uh, Quest. I mean, oh God. <laughs> what is this? Most Def and Talib Kweli are Black Star. Is that who you're thinking of? Yes. Well, that's not it. Oh God, Darren, what? Who this is, is De La Soul, you all. Oh, this dang is De La Soul. This I is De La Soul. Mirror, mirror on the, the wall. wall. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, so De La. would have known that. Oh yeah, so this is Stakes is High off of their uh, the title track off of their album Stakes is High. Stakes is High. Yeah, 1996. So um, around the same, you know, Native Tongues Collective, same group as a, uh, you know, same collective as you know, Tribe Called Quest. Right, and right. If you would have said the Jungle Brothers, I would have given you extra brownie points, but. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> you know. So yeah. So, but I bring up De La Soul because you know they they just got their whole like um, their whole discography has finally been released oh, to streaming platforms. Nice. Uh, unfortunately, Dave, one of the members, one of the original uh, the trio, um, you know, he passed oh, away oh. about a month, a little over oh. a month ago, mm-hmm. right before um, you know this was uh, released, and you know they had taken song. a long time to 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 get all the uh, clearances and stuff mm. from the record company so that they could release it. Um, but yeah, you know, very sad. But anyway, let, let's get into our politics uh, uh, okay. episode. So today, what we're dedicating this episode is, is talking about gentrification and what is the difference between gentrification and redevelopment. So what do you all think? I mean, when I say, when I, when well, you say what gentrification, <laughs> what do you think I'm saying? And what do you think I'm saying when I say redevelopment? Let's start there. Let's go over the actual definition of gentrification. How about that? What is gentrification? What is it gentrification? Is the process whereby the character of a poor urban area is changed by wealthier people moving in, improving housing, housing and attracting new businesses, typically displacing current inhabitants in the process. Basically, the process of making someone or something more refined, polite, and respectable. Mm. Ooh, where would you get that definition from? Like, so, I, I, that last part is kind of interesting. Right. Like Ox- I said. It's the dictionary, Oxford Languages. Huh. Because <laughs> read that last part again. The process of making someone or something more refined, polite, and respectable. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. I never heard that second definition Dang. or second description of the word gentrification so i'm glad you looked up the oxford dictionary version of it mm-hmm. so 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 yeah so so we get the gist of it right it mm-hmm. is basically um it's basically you. rich people moving into a poor neighborhood and mm-hmm. causing the home prices in that neighborhood to increase dramatically to the point to either if you own a home in that neighborhood you will get an, a, a tremendous equity in your home overnight mm-hmm. 
figuratively speaking. Mm -hmm. Or if you are a renter in that area, unfortunately, you might have to leave. Mm -hmm. Even if you've been living there for a long period of time, unless you are in a protected unit uh, uh, with like rent control, Mm -hmm. you know, where there's rent stabilization, where, you know, it's only going to go up incrementally Mm -hmm. over time rather than the um, 6% that is right now a state law. Mm-hmm. Right. So the yeah. year over year state law, 6% is an increase. But hey, when that unit is empty, so or say, for instance, you have a landlord who's trying to make a buck. Mm-hmm. And uh, what he's going to do is he's probably going to intimidate you until mm-hmm. you leave, mm-hmm. especially if you've been Sex. there for a long period of time and the rent is lower than way l- or substantially lower than market rate. Mm-hmm. So gentrification. So that's what it is. Right. So mm-hmm. literally, I think just even what I just described, I think that's part of it that people don't describe is that basically there's a frenzy on buying property in that neighborhood because now the neighborhood is hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you said, yeah. that people considered it refined or like they, they, the upside opportunity for an investor is, is, is immaculate. Oh yeah. mm-hmm. So an investor, they come in and they buy the property with what intention? To gentrify. Mm-hmm. To gentrify. To, uh, to make, re- to make a large return on their capital that they invested. Yeah. Yeah. So right. say, let's right. say they bought a, somebody buys a duplex for $300,000, right? Mm-hmm. And they want to fix it up. They want to, you know, maybe they rehab it. They put in, Fifty, eighty thousand dollars into it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, what do you think they want? They want market rate for that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, and yeah. so market rate could be substantially higher than what the commanding rent was before, or with the yeah. previous owner. Yeah, mm-hmm. because yeah. at the end of the day, that new owner now probably even bought that property at, at an inflated price because of gentrification and because of interest in that area. Mm-hmm. So right. what they did is they, they probably have capital. They come in with an all-cash offer mm-hmm. to, the, to the owner, say, I will pay you all cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the tenants, they have to help pay that new landlord's mortgage okay. that they just got for that for huge that price. Property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the price of the... N- the new price of the property after gentrification. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what is going on a lot. Yeah. Especially in the, this area, this area, Inglewood, Venice, well, Venice is done. Venice, Venice is, is done. Venice, yeah, Venice, 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 that, yeah, that, that happened was, 20 years was, ago. Okay. Yeah, over 20, yeah, yeah, 20 yeah. years ago, uh, Venice started. You know, well, Venice was in the grip but of it. Yeah. You know what happened in Santa Monica years ago I mean, in like the 60s? Years. Because Santa Monica was actually an area. That's why they have the, the black um, area of the beach that was rededicated mm-hmm. because it was primarily black and Latino people mm-hmm. living there. Until it was gentrified. Right. This was again in like the six fifty sixties, and so many people actually moved more inland. Mm-hmm. People of color specifically moved more inland to Compton, and Compton was actually a um, white, white neighborhood. neighborhood. So those well, yeah. those people that lived in Compton, Compton moved to Santa, to Santa Monica, Monica, and yeah. those that lived in Santa Monica moved, moved to like to, Compton, yeah. Inglewood. Um, South Central LA. So that is what happens. It just kind of shifts everybody exactly. around. Basically. And yeah, and that happens like really, really frequently. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, especially in Los Angeles where it's the price of living is just exponentially high compared yes. to, I don't know, Midwest. Midwest. So let's speak about that. So let, let's break this up. So there's two points even to your statement, Daisy. I mean, um, for one, the price, the price in Los Angeles, the median uh, uh, price is much higher than any other than other uh, uh, urban areas. Mm-hmm. For one, for two, um, you got to talk about how racially segregated uh, mm-hmm. uh, the city of Los Angeles is. But let's get to the to the first part. 
uh, uh, um, and just just talking about the interest. People want to mm-hmm. be in Los Angeles because we are a global city. Yeah, we're global. People know about us all Melting over the world. Pot. And 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 for that reason, unfortunately, you got a lot of rich people who want to be here because they want to be around Hollywood. They yeah. want to be around the weather. Of course. Right. Mm-hmm. So because it garners this interest in what we're competing against people who are uh, um, doing well financially. And it doesn't yeah. mean that they work for it. They could be on daddy's paycheck or yep. something that somebody else's paycheck. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could be taking debt. People just willing to take out debt to live here. Mm-hmm. It's higher than in other places. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not living in Tupelo, Mississippi. Right. You know, we ain't living in uh, 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 Tallahatchie. Mm-hmm. We ain't li- uh, 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 in Springfield. Right. You know, we are in a large urban area where people are willing to to, to, to go to pay that much. Yes. Or it might be economically advantageous for somebody because you're an actor, you're a producer, mm-hmm. you're a billionaire. Mm-hmm. You know, all these tech companies, they're luring them to come down here. Right. right? Yeah. Right? Yes, yeah. that is absolutely city, right. The city gives economic incentives for tech companies to come down here and build up shop. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what just happened in Marina Del Rey, that that area, because you have the Silicon Valley, but then they moved YouTube, they moved, um, what else? They moved uh, Snapchat, they yeah. moved a bunch of different Apple. Apple tech companies to Marina Del Rey. Mm-hmm. And then Pla- that Pla- Playa Vista area. Playa Vista, Playa yeah, Vista. yeah. Sorry, now that's Playa what they Vista. call it, Playa Vista, because it was nothing but <laughs> swampland yeah, over right, there. Right, And then they just, re- they developed very quickly all of these huge buildings. And they do over, it very there. fast. Yeah, like within four weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feel like. For real. Shit, I was like, driving down Jefferson. I was like, when, did, when they put all this stuff over exactly, here? Exactly. Like, like last time I was over here, this was grassland. This was exactly. a marsh over exactly. here. Exactly. Right. Wow. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that happens. That happens. So, so what's the difference between redevelopment? Okay, well, let's finish the second part. Okay, okay. Oh, the second part. Right, so, second so we part. got the interest, right? People yeah. are interested in coming here, which inflates the price. The second part is that we're racially segregated here. Yes. More than any other, well, I shouldn't say more than any other place, but more than any other, well, I should say more than other pl- urban areas, you know, mm-hmm. like compared to like New York, Chicago. Los Angeles. Well, I don't know. I can't speak about Chicago, but, you know, I've been in New York, mm-hmm. you know, we are segregated. We've always been segregated, yeah. even though it's the West. Yeah. You know, there was redlining going on in a major way mm-hmm. out here. Yeah. You know, even the area in which we're at right now, over here on the east side, in the Florence Firestone area. You mm-hmm. know, when Granddaddy bought this house, mm-hmm. it was full of Italians. Yes. <laughs> he told. I mean, and, and Granddaddy was. You know, he would. He. You know, he grew up here. He came over here as a, a twelve-year-old uh, a boy during the Great Depression. I'm sorry, an eight-year-old boy during mm-hmm. the Great Depression, mm-hmm. 1937, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. Before LA even grew. I mean, in this area, he said north. I mean, so, sorry, south of Slauson was all white people. You could not buy a house. Yeah. He was able to buy this house after. This, uh, the Supreme Court ruled against redlining hmm. that enabled him because there was racial covenants that prevented him from buying this house mm-hmm. until, you know, 1953, he bought this house, right? Yeah. And so just even considering that and how just neighborhoods, how they continue to be racially segregated and not just by, because um, that's the misconception. People think that just because you can't, you don't have a, a covenant in your deed mm-hmm. that says don't 
only sell this to white people or mm-hmm. you cannot sell this to a colored person, mm-hmm. like which was actual actually in deeds out here. Yeah. If you look up the records, you'll see it. It said that mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. Keep niggas out of here. Yeah. I don't want you can't sell it to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and so literally, how can you control somebody else buying it even later down the line? So anyway, right. that was ruled illegal. But economically, are you still able to? There is a bank, I forget the name of the bank, I'll look it up in a moment uh, after I finish talking, but there was a bank that just settled, uh, just had to settle over $30 million because just between 2017 to 2020, they racially discriminated against Latino and black families who were trying to buy houses in the very neighborhoods that they resided in. Mm. Banks are still... Still not giving it. loans yeah. to people of color. So when people say, well, why don't you guys just buy up your own neighborhood? Well, when you present the money, so so please don't don't say shit to me unless you're a banker. Right. Mm-hmm. Please don't don't try and, and, and shine somebody and try and uh, uh, make somebody feel bad that they can't access capital mm-hmm. because a bank has been discriminating against them. Right. Won't mm-hmm. give them a shot. We'll be, but, but give John Smith a, a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, can't even buy in your own neighborhood. You live in you live in the hood, and you can't even buy in the hood. They're right. opening it up yeah. to somebody else to buy in the hood. Right. So always bring that 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 part up as well when you talk about gentrification. Mm-hmm. We've all missed the gentrification train because they told us that we can't even buy up our neighborhood. Right. They've been putting it up for fire sale prices to each other, and I'm talking about uh uh uh, uh um uh, not only like uh, uh corporations out-of-state corporations, mm-hmm. but you're talking about companies out here that are racially discriminating against, and I right. bet you they don't look like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, absolutely. so so let's go into what, what is a redevelopment. So what is so what is redevelopment? What is redevelopment? Um, tearing down, tearing down property that is, I don't know, of no substance and... Right. Making something oh, great. bigger I'm, and better. I'm glad you're saying of no substance uh, uh, and things <laughs> like that. Well, because yeah, because that's part of redevelopment, right? Is is you're taking something that might be blighted, mm-hmm. right? A rundown building. You're saying that you're going to knock it down, uh, um, and build like a four story residential complex. Yeah. Good for the community, right? Let's a get community substance. buy buy in, right? <laughs> right? So that that's redevelopment, right? Coming in, changing something. And making new construction, making new and more purposeful use of something, right? Yes, I have the Wikipedia definition. Okay, Daisy. <laughs> what is the Wikipedia? Redevelopment is any new construction on a site that has pre-existing uses. Mm. It represents a process of land development mm-hmm. uses to revitalize the physical, economic, and social fabric of urban space. Oh, urban space. Huh? That's what Wikipedia says. Oh, Sounds right. you gotta be urban, huh? <laughs> well, yeah, because because redevelopment usually is that you're already taking something that is there. Right. Something is already there. Yeah. And I'm gonna come in uh-huh. And knock I, shit down. Yes, I am going to knock it down <laughs> and say that something new shall be here. Yeah. And you got to get buy-in because you have to get people behind you, right? Like, right. oh, we're going right. to knock down this old liquor store and build a community center. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. But right. what's the bad part about that sometimes, you know? There was a whole neighborhood downtown was, Los Angeles yeah. that was raised yeah. called Bunker Hill. Mm. I remember this. Bunker Hill contained many historic Victorian uh, uh, homes. Uh So 
People think like, oh, how come you don't have no old timey houses around L.A.? They used to be around Bunker Hill. Now, Bunker yeah. Hill, where is that right now? That's where the financial district is. Mm-hmm. You know, you think of the Walt Disney Concert Hall. Yeah, that's Bunker Hill. Mm-hmm. You think of the Arco Plaza, mm-hmm. uh, Wells Fargo Plaza, uh, mm-hmm. Ernst & Young, all those towers and big towers that are downtown, that is all Bunker Hill. Mm-hmm. And in the 1950s and 60s, the city of Los Angeles said, we're going to take these old ass, uh, old, this whole neighborhood. And we're going to knock this shit down and build something good. We're going to build a whole financial... Los Angeles needs a financial district. We need high rises. <laughs> Fuck you guys that live over here. Yeah. You guys look poor. All this stuff looks run down. Look at your neighborhood. Yeah. Hmm. And that's all it takes is eminent domain, right? Mm-hmm. That's redevelopment. A city saying that we want some, this to be something else. Right. And so you, we, we haven't really had massive redevelopment like that really since they constructed the 105 freeway the interstate 105 freeway the century freeway you know which you know well after it was planned and started building in the 80s it it knocked down blocks people's homes yeah. used to be where the one where the 105 is yeah. you know just think yeah. 105 is big it's yes, five lanes it on is. one side five lanes on the other and got a train line in the middle of it yes. yeah yeah huge those are whole blocks of neighborhood yeah. right mm-hmm. all the way from norwalk to El Segundo Segundo. that were taken. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they bought those houses out. They basically paid people to get up up out of their houses and And move somewhere else. It displaced a lot of people, Yeah, especially black people that live there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it it affected the social mobility and uh, the ability to pass down the equity in Mm. those homes to future generations. Mm Yeah, for some people who remember, maybe that was grandma's house. Maybe that was auntie's right. house. Maybe right. that was the block that yeah. they grew up on. I remember <laughs> having a client talking about like, yeah, like, <laughs> you know, like I lived over there, mm-hmm. you know, off of such and such street or whatever. Because all the way through, you got to think of all those neighborhoods, Hawthorne, all, all the way through Gardena, uh, um, going through uh, uh, Willowbrook, uh, uh, Norwalk, Norwalk, you know, Linwood. Mm-hmm. All those neighborhoods, all the way through. Yeah. So anyway, so that was the ma- last massive one in Los Angeles County. Um, they tried to, they've been trying to, they had did the same thing um, through the 70s in Alhambra, oh. right, for the extension of the yeah. 710 freeway. Mm. Yeah. That Cal- Caltrans, the state of California, owns many of those homes that had been sitting vacant. Mm. They had wow. been sitting empty. We're in a housing wow. crisis. Right. You right. guys got this project that's not going to come to fruition. They're not going to build the extension to the 710 freeway. Yeah. No. And, but they own all these properties, right? And so what happened uh, two years ago is that you had squatters going in, you know, housing rights of advocates course. saying, like, we're going to break into these motherfuckers and we're going to move people in. Yeah. So they wow. allowed the housing authority, <laughs> they allowed the housing authority to issue that person a Section 8 voucher so that, that oh, it would wow. actually be legal for them. But they only gave them a like, one-year lease. After the year came up, they said, "Get the fuck out." Oh Change our mind. Gosh. Wow. You know that you're like you. You know we just did that for KTLA. Oh my. We didn't God. do that because we meant it. But anyway, so. <laughs> Crazy. But anyway, oh so so that's redevelopment, and and so right now, right now, as we speak, they're redeveloping mm-hmm. Jordan Downs. Hmm. So what is Jordan Downs? Right. Look project. up Jordan Downs. Look up Jordan Downs. So Jordan Downs, right, is uh, is projects. It's a project. Yeah. Uh, so and, and that's what we call it on the street. You call them projects, right? Yeah. Yeah. But literally, they were project-based housing because what were they initially built for? 
I can't. I don't know. What were they built for? Devin, what were they originally built for? For Section 8? No, not for Section 8. Um, this was even before Section 8 existed when they built them. They, they were built as worker housing. They were built during oh. World War II okay. for defense industry jobs. Right? Oh, World wow. War II, you got people coming over here on the West, West Coast. Because remember, we had all these defense manufacturing that existed through the 90s, through the Cold War. Mm-hmm. We had Northrop Grumman. We had Raytheon. We had Boeing. We had all these big companies mm-hmm. here making defense systems and, and weapons and all kinds of things, mm-hmm. designing and manufacturing them. So you think you, you're, making, you're making all this stuff. You need parts. You need supplies. So we had a big wartime industry here in Los Angeles, yeah. right? We had one of the major bases here in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Port of Los Angeles, run by the Navy. They closed that down in the 90s. But we had all that here. It says Jordan Downs was originally built in the 1940s as housing for workers during World War II and was converted into public housing in the 1950s. Hmm. There you go. So that is why those old buildings at Jordan Downs and at many other projects that we call them, they were developed as worker housing, right? And you said they converted them into public housing. In the 1960s, the cabinet-level department, the Department of Housing and Urban Development, was created by President Lyndon Baines Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, along with the Fair Housing Act, right? Mm-hmm. So a part of that, it created two tiers of housing, yeah. right? You have public housing, right? Mm-hmm. Public housing is, is where projects are. Jordan Downs is a public housing project, right? Right. right. Anybody can, be, can get into it. The, the issue that people don't like is that once people are in with politicians, bureaucrats, administrators, mm-hmm. what they don't like is that once you are in public housing, people don't want to leave. Right. Yeah, because it's affordable. It's affordable, right? right. In an urban community where yeah. there's um, low income. Right, right. Yeah. So how are they going to knock down the Jordan Downs? How well, is well, that well, even gonna happen? Well, I'm sorry. Well, let me let me. I'm sorry. Let me uh, uh, finish this point because so so we got two tiers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got public housing, mm-hmm. and then you have subsidized housing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So public housing occurs on whose property? The public. The public. Right. The, the government. The, the government, government owns yeah. the okay. land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And they cre- have housing available to people who are on a wait list. You apply. You have to meet income restrictions or, uh, or things like that. And you have the housing. Mm-hmm. Now, what's subsidized housing? Subsidized housing is Section 8. Mm-hmm. Oh, subsidized okay. housing means that the government will pay. Part of it. And o- pay a portion mm-hmm. to a private owner. Mm. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, so the government cuts a check. To an owner who owns a private piece of property who is renting it out mm-hmm. yeah, to a Section 8 voucher holder or someone who has this uh, uh, entitlement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference? What's the main difference, guys, uh, ladies? Um, one is fully paid for right. and one and is, is a portion. Partially paid, partially for. paid for. Right. One, one. one is owned and one is rent right. are paid for subsidized so rented. so one would think that one might have a fixed price i mean uh, assuming that that included in it is ongoing maintenance or an endowment for maintenance for the property mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so there should be a fixed rate right yeah. right right the yeah. price that it, it is to cost is that that's what you're paying down on 
you're not raising the price to say to Miss Johnson, oh, <laughs> you know, it's 2023, Miss Johnson. Uh, we have to go up on your rent from $600 to $800 just because the marketplace says that I can charge you $800. Right? Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now with Section 8, that's what you got. Yeah. That's what yeah. you had. Mm-hmm. You're beholden to the market. So yeah. what does that mean? That means the housing authority keeps having to increase the rates yeah. in order to keep up with where the market is going. Yeah. And if there's a lack of available units, what does that mean? That means the price is going to go up, uh-huh. which means that the, that the amount of vouchers that you can give to people is going to decrease yeah. unless yeah. you keep up with the level of inflation. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? That means to, to me, that means, okay, so anyway, so let, let's, so we describe the two levels. So yeah, Daisy, yeah. You, you got to the point, you said, what are they right. doing with Jordan so, Downs? So what, why are they knocking down? Why would they knock down the Jordan Downs? We just talked about why it's useful to the people, why it's affordable, why people live there who are on low income. Why would they even consider redeveloping it or knocking it down to build, redevelop it? Well, why do they redevelop stuff, Daisy? Um, let's read that um, definition again. Money. Uses to revitalize the physical, economic, and social fabric of urban space. Because it's old, Daisy. It's almost it's 80 years old. Yeah. Look at this old shit. These two-story buildings. Look at this. Yeah. It's 103 it buildings yeah. with townhouse-style units. And those are well, those, That's the new ones. The brand- newer ones are, are going to be townhouse-style units. Oh, those the, oh. The, the, the original ones are just apartment-style. Um, oh, yeah. Apartment-style, um, like two-story two story, uh, 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 buildings, and right? And it's Structures. 42 acres. Large. It's huge. And so at that the time huge. when they were building mm-hmm. housing like that, they were using like a Piaget, who was a, a Cabousier. They were urban, uh, urban. Um, you know, if you look at, re- if you stu- I studied metropolitan studies or urban mm-hmm. studies in mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. And these were architects who had a frame of mind who were teaching theory. Oh. And they created what you would call a, t- almost, uh, what in New York, in Chicago, they created what you would call like a tower and park model. Oh. Meaning that, they, in order to combat against urbanism mm-hmm. or urban decay, mm-hmm. they'd said, well, we're going to build buildings in a park-like setting. Mm-hmm. That if people are around greenery mm-hmm. instead of streets, mm-hmm. then maybe they will have better, um, you know, um, better social skills, social skills, social skills yeah, and things yeah. like that because parks, because parks are nice. Mm-hmm. So that's why if you go around Jordan Downs, you see it, it, it is a lot of green space mm-hmm. around it. So what are they redeveloping it into, right? So let, let's get into that. They're, they're knocking down Jordan Downs. They're knocking down that Tower and Park model, taking away green space, mm-hmm. and they're building. Uh, this is what I don't like. They're building streets. They're building townhouses. Mm. That's what they're replacing Jordan Downs with is with townhouses. Mm. Yeah, but it's not going to be multiple levels. Like it's it's, it's going it to be like three. It's going to be like three stories. Three stories. Well, so instead yeah. of two stories, but it's going to be it's going to be mixed income. Got mm. it. Mm. So no longer do they want to say to people, okay, um, we're going to have all of you people on public housing live together. Mm-hmm. Now with their with that model of development of redevelopment, it's saying we want mixed income. So we want people of different income brackets here. Hmm. We can't have all of you guys on general relief and food stamps over here. We got to have some people who uh, make some money. Hmm. How is that even going to work? 
how are they going to get like people that actually make money to go to what used to be the Jordan down? Well, because then you you won't have a choice. If you want a three bedroom apartment and you making some money and it's like this is a three bedroom apartment over here off of the new century, like mm-hmm. how they extended Century all the way to Alameda mm-hmm. over there, that's on the other side. Mm-hmm. You're going to take it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess when you're in L.A. and it's crowded and you ain't got no. Look, <laughs> all you can be satisfied <laughs> is that it's a new building. Yeah. Well, yeah, they said it's, it consists of 103 buildings with townhouse style units ranging from one bedroom to five bedrooms the complex is owned and managed by the housing authority of the city of los angeles so look how those units each of those units are working is that it's basically like you get a a a project-based voucher Mm -hmm. so that's how they're doing everything nowadays is through vouchers it's no more really they're not building or expanding public housing or actually trying to save public housing they're trying to convert them to section eight how do you get these vouchers you have to apply through the government yeah, you have to get Pretty on the list. Much, you have to I get guess. on the list. You yeah. have to get on one of the wait lists, which mm-hmm. opens periodically. The wait list had opened about uh, probably three or four months three, ago. Yeah, I remember that. Right. Uh, um, yeah. mm-hmm. So you can either do that, or you have to um, be on the coordinated entry system, which is uh, managed by the Los Angeles Homeless Services Authority, meaning that you go to one of the coordinated entry sy- uh, system intake centers and let them know that you're either home street homeless or staying in your car. Is that Lassa? Yeah, Lhasa. Okay, and you, your name will be placed on a list uh, where um, you might get called someday based mm-hmm. on your record of disability. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. I mean, I feel like these changes are happening rather quickly. Yes. So how quickly are people going to, like, are how quickly are people aware of it? And do if they are not supportive of it how do they like petition or write not right not right not right we <laughs> not don't want to riot. we not don't want like, to riot um, what do you what do you call it when people protest like, protest. protest thank you oh, lord help me lord <laughs> <laughs> when people protest how like are people supportive of this do they want this to happen and what are you gonna what's gonna happen to all those people that currently live there so the, the people who currently live there, they were given, um, they were given vouchers to uh, either relocate, uh, or they ha- they do get dibs on the new units that are that are coming. Okay, well, that's good. Okay. They get dibs on it. But right, many of them were already given vouchers so that they could relocate. Mm-hmm. Like they were given Section Eight vouchers or the option of Section Eight vouchers to go okay. find their own unit, and I believe that they could also move into some of the new units. But the 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 contentious point was that. Is that the new units? The number is smaller than the amount of units that it's replacing. Mm. Wow! Right, because I'm it's like it's a lower amount. It's a lower I amount. I thought so. What Devin it, mentioned initially it was like two hundred something units, and now it's like going to be like a hundred and eighty or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and that's the big thing. And, and some people would say, "Oh, well, that's because you have five bedroom units and stuff like that." Mm-hmm. But look. To me, it was a completely missed opportunity in redeveloping that area and not building at least a 10-story or at least a few 8-story, 10-story buildings Mm -hmm. to house more people. Which I was going to say. You got 42 acres. What is it zoned for? If it's zoned for a higher building, why wouldn't they build like that? That's very strange. No, I mean, granted, I don't know. It could be in the flight path. I don't know. But look. Metro, uh, the Metropolitan Detention Center is not that far away. So I'm like, maybe it couldn't have been 10 stories, but it sure as hell could have been Eight. four or yeah. five yeah, or yeah. six. Yeah. 
Yeah. With a basement. I mean, well, maybe not a basement because that, that costs extra money to dig down. But mm-hmm. look, it could have been larger. Yeah. What we got to think about parking and like where people are going to park their cars. Yeah. Stuff. I mean, but you can build they, they got buildings right now that they have on Compton Avenue. Uh, um, yeah. Well, not too far away. Yeah. That are built on podiums. Mm-hmm. So it's like it. Co- yeah. It's going to cost a little bit more money. But because to me, it's like when you drive over there, go drive over there down the new century. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, century used to cut off. Right when you got around like Grape Street or like you know like it used to cut right right off you mm-hmm. know right like mm-hmm. after you go to Ted Watkins it kind of narrows down, um, but now they they bu- it goes straight through to Alameda. Oh really? You didn't know because that's where the new Smart and no, Final is. I don't really be I don't really go down. Well, yeah, Century. well you know I'm over <laughs> yeah I'm over here now so it's like that's what the Smart and they got a Smart and Final over mm-hmm. there. Um, they got like a Past new Ted Watkins. I'm like it like you said it narrows down. I. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. you, I got, I gotta be over here because this is, I got, I gotta go shopping and stuff. <laughs> right, so. right. But over there, you know, they, they, it, it, it's a new shopping plaza that they built. Um, but what they're doing is that it's more streets mm-hmm. because you know, look, Jordan Downs is like I told you, the, right, the tower and park model. Yeah. So yeah. it's all this green space. Mm-hmm. So you literally just have it's just a big block of buildings that you have. To, so look, I understand for certain people, like especially for the elderly, you, you want a street. So you can have a car that comes right up to the door or as right. close to the door as possible. Right. But that's to me is like, well, that's where a building should have been. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with an elevator to help, you know, Hello. more units. You got you got units set, de- designated for seniors. We got units designated for people who are disabled, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, and so to me, it's just a completely missed opportunity as they are redeveloping it because more space is being eaten up by streets yeah yeah. i mean they bu- they're building a park in a community center but look it's not going to replace the fact that you're taking up grass mm-hmm. you're taking up play area and play spaces mm-hmm. to build a dead-end street and multiple mm-hmm. dead-end streets yeah well maybe that's their goal is to push people out too like maybe yeah. this area I mean, is just mm-hmm. overcrowded and look, is- where, where else are people going to go <sighs> right, to the south part. But I'm saying like that, that that may be their goal is to yeah. you know uh, yeah push people that out. probably is the the goal to push people out to I guess um, depopulate yeah. the city of Los Angeles I don't know yeah but yeah mm, so where is it ha- where is it happening we talked about the Jordan Downs we talked about Inglewood. We talked about the east We can side. talk about Inglewood, yeah. Well, we oh, just, we, haven't yeah. Talked about, we mentioned it. We mentioned yeah. it. Yeah, because they're building right. that new into a dome across right. Right. from in, SoFi. Uh-huh. And that's what, off Prairie and Century? Yeah, Wait, that's that off of Century. Yeah, yeah. that's off of Century. Prairie and, and Century. Uh, but also, you know, with the Hollywood Park the redevelopment, they're also building houses. So it's going to be some It's going to be some units that are over there, and they're adding units to a place where it was just a parking lot. And I, I feel like, so I've been kind of, Looking at the into a dome or whatever, um, and I actually have went to a restaurant that was newly built, like I want to say maybe less than six months ago. It's called Cork and Batter, and it was That's a, what's one of the black owned. Uh, yeah, it was in. I guess it was a Motel Six right there, but they changed it to I forgot what the hotel is called, but it's a different hotel. On Century. I know, yeah, I know right where that is because you said Motel Six. I'm like, I yeah. remember, so, yeah, the yeah, Motel. So it's a little boutique hotel now. It's now a new boutique hotel, and Cork and Batter is like, con- it's basically connected to it. It's like the hotel restaurant, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, black owned, um, 
I can't say that I had a great experience the first time I was there, which is that's disappointing. Very disappointing. Um, food, good uh, atmosphere, like the ambiance and everything. They have a rooftop and whatever, good. But they really need to hire new people. Yeah. What people had attitude? May, yes. But see, yeah, yeah, no, because look, if if I if look, you know, we we talked about this even before about even their place. It's like you got to be in a good mood to be around people. Yes. If you're gonna be moody and stuff, maybe you, you maybe you need to be busting if tables. You gonna be in, <laughs> you need to, you need to come around That's after people leave. Thing. If yeah. you're gonna be in <laughs> yeah. in any type of hospitality, you know, restaurant, hotel, like mm-hmm. if you're gonna be doing, you know, if you're gonna be working in that business. You definitely need to always be in a good mood when mm-hmm. you're working. Yeah, and if you are not, then stay your ass at home. Yeah, you need to call right. out. Because yeah. you're going to be in, you know, react. I mean, being yeah. around people all the yeah. time. I don't even want you making my food. Shit, right. you, you, my food going to taste like shit. Your badass <laughs> attitude. But anyways, I just wanted to mention, like, you know, in that area, like, because I've seen it on Spectrum News, Cork and Batter, like, the, the owner of it was saying, like, oh, yeah, we're going to, we're looking forward to the Intuit Dome. Like, we're going to, you know, if you can't make it to the games, because obviously that's going to be the home of the Clippers, mm. yeah, the Los Angeles Clippers. And he was just saying, like, we're going to get so much business. We're excited. And I'm thinking in the back of my head as, you know, having experienced the, the restaurant, I'm just like, I really hope that they have better staff than what they have now. So, yeah. 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 Are they just not trained in customer service? I, got, they I just think are, they need they to good attitude. Yes. I, th- I think, yeah, I think with any, if you're working in hospitality and it's not explicitly stated, like, because, I mean, yeah. but that's the thing just with training is that what I've noticed just lately is that people are, don't have a good sense of training or structure around mm-hmm. being trained about, like, well, what is the experience that we want to offer to people? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I mean, look, if, if you're not into making sure that a person has a good experience mm-hmm. here, then maybe maybe customer service or hospitality isn't your line of work, and that's right. okay. And that's right, okay. And that's, that's okay. okay. That UPS is, okay. is hiring. Exactly. You know, <laughs> you better not fuck up to my delivery. You okay. better put it in the right place. No, you know, my real. package. Anyway, for so um, <laughs> but anyway, back to gentrification. I know it is a little a little side tangent, but Inglewood, that's where it's happening a lot because right. you do have. Um, you know, the redevelopment of SoFi, right when they announced SoFi Stadium being built, then mm. prices in Inglewood start going up. Yes. Look, Hi. stuff is going for $1.4 million over in Inglewood. Yes. And, I'm, and you just talking about a regular-ass three-bedroom house, and maybe they got a little one-bedroom yes. ADU right. in the back. Like, what the hell? $1.5 million. That's crazy. Yeah, like that stuff, is, it's just it's unsustainable. But I guess people are actually buying. They're now, I don't, buy- yes. Look, People are actually buying this stuff, and that is why the prices continue to persist. Yes. I mean, and good luck to anybody out there. I mean, uh, who's why out there the trying to protest? Like, um, if you got it, don't don't. That don't mean you got it. With, with the state, look, look, look. <laughs> now, as we're talking about gentrification versus redevelopment, and we're talking about these things, like, look, some of the things that I've noticed is because you know I work in housing as a job. You know, that's what I do day to day. I work and help people try to find housing. But mm-hmm. one of the biggest things that I have seen that we had that the state, the state legislature, we have to petition to the state legislature so that these owners are not making money off 
of application fees. Yay. Look, they will say $50 or $60 for an application fee to run your credit and then tell you that you're not selected. Yes. You have a right to ask for a copy of your background check. Mm -hmm. If you don't have it, if you don't have credit karma, anything, if they have taken your money, Mm -hmm. you have a right to ask them for a copy of that background check or that credit report that they generated. Mm -hmm. And if they did not generate that or run that they need to give you your money money back back. right and you need to demand that and because look i had heard around town like that an owner a particular owner made over a million dollars one year off of application fees what yes that's crazy over a million over a million dollars but you gotta think if somebody's paying 50 60 dollars and you get a bunch of look you don't have to have that many units I mean, if you're a big property manager, maybe you have 100, 300 units that come online. And just imagine how many people, multiple people Apply. are applying to the unit. Just but that, not, don't, that don't mean that you have to run uh, their credit. You're not right. running their credit, but they're not asking for their money exactly, back. Exactly, because they don't know that they can do it. They don't know that they can ask for a copy and act, or if people, they don't give a look, copy, then... People are going broke applying for units, right? People crazy. don't yes. know that they have a right to ask. Yes. Yeah. People don't yeah. know that. So, look, the state needs to do something about that. Mm -hmm. The state needs to do something as well as as making sure to have a hotline, more hotlines available for tenancy education and support for when owners raise the rent more than 6% Mm -hmm. year over year. Because, look, many people have to decide to leave because they're like, oh, I can't afford this because the owner raised the rent 20%. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, that's illegal. That's illegal. That is illegal. And so, look. Where it is headed in this state with gentrification and the rise in rents. Mm-hmm. Because, look, by virtue, look, you might not even have gentrification. You just, in some situations in your neighborhood, you might just have a greedy-ass owner yeah. who probably just greedy. bought the building at an inflated price mm-hmm. because they wanted to raise the rent. Yeah. Yes. Look, we got, the other thing the state legislature needs to deal with is all these corporations from out of state coming into California, buying up our buildings, mm-hmm. and, and deciding to triple and double the rent because mm-hmm. they want to make money off of us. Yes. Yeah. And that's The state greed. needs to do something about that. Yeah. Any LLC, you motherfuckers better pay a high tax for trying to buy property yes. out here. If you don't live here and you're not here, you need to pay an extra tax, motherfucker. Okay. You need to pay an extra tax or sell your property. Or sell, yeah. the property. sell the property. Yes, right. You know, and that is literally what's going on right now is you got all these corporations and LLCs based in New York buying up property out here, trying to put a little bit of money in it, but then expecting, you know, $2,000 for a shack. Yeah. Just because they wanted to make a for return a on their investment. For yeah. a shack. You know? Okay. They're getting they're milking us for the money. So I yes. want people to get upset. People to get angry. Yeah. Child, you know? As One they reason should. why I'm still at home. <laughs> <laughs> as they should. No, but the the problem is is that people are not educated on this stuff. People right. don't really know. Exactly. People don't really know about that you can that you can ask for your money back. Yes. Like ask for a copy or get your money back. Like they're just not aware. They're not educated. And we have to do better, you know, as a, as a people. And just to inform it, everybody. Like, if you got the knowledge, each, what is it? Teach each one, one teach one, one, teach one. Hello. Okay. Yes. So, hopefully, all you listeners have learned something on this episode, okay? If you out there trying to look for some for an apartment and you putting in applications and they ain't gave you a copy of your background, you better get your money back. Okay. Yes. Yes. 
Facts. Look, you need to just ask. Just ask. Just ask. And sometimes it, it doesn't ask. take it. It doesn't take an attitude. Just ask. But it takes an inquiry. <laughs> You've got to make the have your inquisitive mind ask the question and know what your right is. Yes. Because look, people will disrespect you and people will take your money yes. and keep going away. They already rented out the apartment, but yes. they kept it open mm -hmm. just to see if somebody was going to pay that money just so they could say, sorry, it's rented to somebody else. Right. Aren't you tired of that? Yeah. Aren't yes. you sick of that? Hello. Aren't you sick of the rent being too damn high and Hello. keep going up? Yes. Hey. Okay. We got to do something about Petition. it. Petition. Yes. Leg legislation. Like, know your rights. But your in, rights, in, the, in the end, just to wrap up, look, redevelopment or justification, no matter what it is, mm -hmm. the interest of the elite is going to come out in both of them. Mm -hmm. Whether or not it's redevelopment, that's just nothing but a political class of politicians appeasing mm -hmm. to developers mm -hmm. with redevelopment. Mm -hmm. yeah. Jordan Downs, hey, look. If they would have taken care of the buildings in the first place, they could have lasted 150 years. The motherfuckers are made out of brick. You kidding me? You telling me you couldn't fix the roof over there, but you guys want to build a whole community that has less units mm -hmm. than, than the one that you're replacing? For who? Oh, yeah, maybe for a developer. Maybe right. for them asphalt, for all them damn streets you're building instead right. of uh, green spaces. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what, what they're doing. And let's consider that. Mm -hmm. This is politics. Yes. You know, gentrification or redevelopment, all we're doing is helping the vested elite who own property. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to stop helping them. We need to help each other. We, we need, need to, to help, help each, each, other. each other. Say it again. We, we need, need to, to help each, each other. other. Each one, teach one. <laughs> Just ask a question. <laughs> each one, each one. Oh, Lord. Just ask a question. Yes. All right. Real. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, Darren. That was good. That was good. That was good. Well, all right. All right. It's time. Yeah, y'all, that's it. So so that is politics <laughs> for today. That is uh, our episode on redevelopment versus gentrification. Okay. So we're going to wrap up. Um, you know, tune in for the next episode, y'all. Uh, I think we're going to continue a little bit of this conversation and uh, probably just dive deeper into to other things. Right. Um, right. To hot topics and things like that. Uh, what's popping. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, take care of yourself, friends. Be good to each other. Be good to yourself. Right. And we should end with our Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust, Trust in, in the Lord and all, all your heart, heart and lean not on your own understanding. And in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. path. All right, y'all. Have a great week. So precious is yours, is mine, only one at a time.